and Keep podcast with myself and my wonderful, strong, consistent co-host, Corey Haynes. Wow, thank you for the kind words. Yeah, it's the holiday times, you know, so <laughs> gotta be up and cheery. Keeping it grateful, get that merry spirit going. Yep. I love it. Are you like a Christmas guy? Define Or like a guy. holidays guy? You know, do you like Christmas time and... Christmas food and presents. And yeah, stuff like I, I definitely love the time of the year. I love the, the weather. Um, I love the people and like I like some of it, but I wouldn't consider myself like a holidays, like festive guy to where I'm like, let's go see Christmas lights. Let's go bake cookies. <laughs> let's have hot cocoa. Like I'm not like that. Okay. I just like the atmosphere, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, 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 same. But my wife loves it. So I think like, it makes me happy to see her happy, you know? So same. I'll do those things with her. Same, same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about, it's funny. I go through, like to me, the holiday season is not so much about, <laughs> it's going to sound terrible, not so much about like the people or even the presents. Dude, it's all about the food. You got yeah. pumpkin pie. You got eggnog, ice cream. Dude, eggnog gets down. Oh. I don't know what it is, but every Always year like eggnog. rediscover eggnog i mean they only make it you know during the holiday season dude we started drinking eggnog in like the beginning of october really yeah in this house. that's impressive yeah. i try to sort of like pace myself pace yourself, and yeah. limit it so i try to start as late as possible because otherwise i'll have a glass or two every day and <laughs> dude i have memories of my mom uh when like christmas time would be ending and like the end of december she would stock up and get like four or five cartons oh yeah of it. let's make it last yeah but i'm not big on the food to be honest I'm not a big Thanksgiving guy with the food. Um, I don't dislike it. I know what I'm about. I'm about Thanksgiving leftovers. Turkey sandwiches. Oh. Mm, it's better. It's better. Dude. But yeah, I'm not big on like Thanksgiving food and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm really thankful that I'm married to, or that I'm married into a Mexican family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also um, Arabic, a little bit, Chaldean, because they do Thanksgiving right. Like, I don't really like American. Is it different? Thanksgiving. Well, well yeah. I'm sure it's different, but what kind of food is it? I couldn't even tell you what it is, but it's fantastic. Did you have like a turkey though? Yeah, I still do like a turkey. I still do some of the traditional. But a lot know. of the like other fixings are different. Oh yeah, yeah, way different, and they're way better. I'm sorry, but I mean, I'm not like a huge turkey guy. I'm not a huge like stuffing guy. Okay, but bean, I get down bean with all this green stuff. casserole. Have you ever had that? Green bean casserole. What did I say? Bean green. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the latter. I've had the latter. Yes. Trash, right? Um, yeah, I would say most of them. Monique makes a pretty good one, but most nice, of like, especially nice. the store-bought ones are gross. Yeah. Cool, cool. Connie loves that dish, and I've yeah. never tried it, but it's awful. I, I can just tell you that right now. <laughs> also, uh, what is it? Um, gosh dang, it's escaping now. But, uh, oh, it's like, uh, sweet potato, or is it yam? No, I yeah. think sweet potato with the marshmallow. Yeah, yams. Oh, my gosh. I forget what it's called, but it's a I, dish. I like it, um, but like a bite or two. That's it. I'm not. It's I too, won't like sweet. Yeah, it's super sweet and not like going on besides like sweetness. <laughs> Just like right. sweet and like gooey. That's basically yeah. it. So I'm like, give me a bite. I'm good for another twelve months. I'll oscillate between you know the turkey and the sweet mm-hmm. potato, and it kind of gives me a little yin and yang and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I really enjoy having like family together. Like just ha- having a couple days of. Um, normally every other year, um, one of our families will go on like a little trip somewhere. So like mm. a short little, oh, like, right. like big bear trip, you know, I really love that. Just hanging out, playing games, watching movies, taking it easy, reading jacuzzi, Pons family time. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy that a lot. Yeah, um, that's good. But yeah, that's to answer your question. That was a nice little tangent we had. I like it. Food's important. It's important to talk about that stuff. It's it's very true. What I've never liked though, which is always sad, I feel like, is like the twenty seventh of the year when you like take an under tree and all your decorations and mm. I always feel like, uh See, we're more like a February first tick donor Christmas tree kind of family. <laughs> My family is like <laughs> as soon as we're like done with like Christmas like afternoon lunch, we're like taking stuff down. No, for we sure. draw it out for a long time. Oh, we've never like our tree done. is like rotting with flat and no, I'm just kidding. But it's we, we definitely draw it out a bit. When do you uh, like start decorating and getting stuff ready? Uh, we already have. Monique started about two weeks ago. For real? Yeah. By the way, at the time of recording, it is November 10th. So <laughs> we start, She starts decorating like a couple days before Halloween. And then right after Halloween, it's just like a switch really That's quick. That's so funny. You know how like... Im- you know, sometimes like events or weddings, they'll do like a flip in between yeah. the, that's what it's like for Halloween. As soon as we like get home or get back, we just flip it real quick and, and it's all Christmas. Now that I remember, um, so last year was our first year being married for, uh, during holiday season, but we had just bought our house and so we were fully remodeling it. So we had just, we that's moved right. from our apartment to my parents' house like temporarily so yeah. we it was supposed to only be about two months it ended up going longer so we lived out of boxes for about four months That's from right. uh, october 1st until like the uh, february 1st yeah yeah um yeah so we never really experienced like deck having a home together and decorating it whatever like our own little space because we mm-hmm. just brought of boxes and that was kind of it and you're already living with your family so seeing them is probably not as exciting yeah yeah and we, <laughs> yeah we also lived downstairs though so downstairs like wasn't like they don't want really to decorate it it, it yeah. felt like a little dungeon right yes <laughs> So this year, uh, Connie's so excited. And we're going to go all yeah, out. Yeah, go all Exactly. Yeah. I love it. We'll probably put lights. That'd be fun. Yeah, we'll do a good amount. I'm all about it, dude. It's going to be sad when it's gone. Yeah. It comes and goes. But we need this light for 2020. So It's true. It's the uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. And um, hopefully it puts us up for 2021 because it feels like we got robbed this year a little bit. Am I right? Yeah, but don't let your joy get stolen away, okay? Exodus 2015, you <laughs> shall not steal. Now nah, that was good. Oh, yeah, that's the whole verse, huh? That's, <laughs> that's literally it. But good segue. Nice. I, I think we both came together in that one. I was thinking, oh. I was trying to set you up. I was like, know. dude, we're totally in this one. Like, we're going <laughs> to. And we did well. Knock it out of the park. So, yeah, we're talking about the Eighth Commandment. Uh, we're getting close here to the end of our the Ten Commandment mini series here. But um, as with, you know, as the theme, I mean, but this one needs even more. It's probably one of the most straightforward ones. Um, very clear, very straightforward. We're not going to have, I mean, we have a couple of tangents and sort of things related to it. But uh, as far as I know, there has never been sort of like, uh, no one's ever like contested this one <laughs> yeah, as much. You know? I, uh, I mentioned that in the last one, uh, do not commit adultery. Um, this one is even more like on the side of being cut and dry. Like so simple. Um, yeah, I think it's like a basic understanding. Like, you know, we all have our, own, we, in some ways we all have our own property and, and, and things. And so like, don't take what is mine kind of thing is commonly known among all civilizations. So if we know that it's wrong, why do people still steal and why does it still happen? Well, Corey, I don't have the answer for that one, but I have some reasons why I think. Okay. Actually, were you, uh, were you a theft as a kid? I stole one thing. Really? <laughs> And what it, was it? It doesn't count. I don't think it counts. Why doesn't it count? I don't even know why I did it. I think I saw, I like watched like a movie that week about someone, like a kid had stolen. So I wanted to go steal. 
and I was at Gap with my mom, and I was probably seven. And uh, do you remember when like uh, Levi jeans used to have those um, those like metal chain link, uh, like metal chains basically around like the yeah. belt, and it would have like the tag on it. And you connect your wallet or something. Yeah, or you could well not those, not the big oh. ones, but like the thin ones. But you could you could wear it as like little like a like a bracelet basically. I don't remember like that. metal beads. I missed that one. Oh well, it's it's like basically it holds a tag on jeans, so it's not anything of value. But um, I want I wanted to wear it as like a bracelet, and so. <laughs> oh, you mean you wanted to? That was that was never a thing though. I think I may have saw it on a movie too. I don't okay, know. All right. I was big on movies back then, yeah. uh, but I took it off a pair, pair of jeans. I mean, it, it, again, it's part. It's what holds the tag. So when someone buys jeans, they throw that part away. So it wasn't like I stole anything about it. Okay. But yeah. I remember feeling really bad, like really bad to where I think I threw it away or like told my mom or something. Really? I think a day later. I have I have two distinct memories of, of stealing. One was um, I must have been really young, like probably like five or six or seven because it feels like one of my earliest memories. But I remember like discovering what money was and that you could like buy things with it. And I just thought it was like magic. I was mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't I just go find money and like get money for myself? <laughs> so I didn't know it was like, I didn't really have the concept of like, oh, well there's my money and their money and like you earn it somehow. It was just like, well, if you find money, and you off the floor, right? Of like pennies and quarters or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I remember realizing and finding money in my mom's purse. And I was like, jackpot, baby. Like <laughs> my mom has tons of money. There's, you know, $20 bills in here. That's, that's basically funny. like a million dollars. And, uh, and so, but it, it's so weird. Cause like still, I think I, I knew inherently that it was wrong, even though I still don't really understand sort of what I was doing. And, uh, so when we got home, she put her purse in somewhere in like a bedroom, I think. And then she walked away and then I waited for a while, but I kind of like kept my eyes on like where it was like plotting my, my, my theft. And, uh, and then when she went around the corner somewhere, I like sprinted in, I dug through the purse. I took, I think like all the money and it must've been like 20 or 30 bucks, I think. And ran out and then like stored it in my own, drawer or something i didn't even have like a wallet or a place to put it and a few hours later my mom comes to me she's like hey did you did you find any money in my purse and take it and uh and i was like no (laughs) (laughs) now lying she was like right now i'm breaking another one and she's like are you sure because i had a a whole bunch of money in here and i'm paraphrasing obviously and now i don't so and you're the only other person and i was like no i didn't take anything trying to play it off (laughs) pretty cool um, I don't actually know if I ended up giving it back. I'm sure it was like a decent amount of money. So I'm, I'm sure that I did, but I thought about that because, um, what was it? It was actually, but yeah, it was about a month ago when Monique and I were getting ready for her, her launch at the local store in San Diego for Joycraft, her, uh, earring line. We were, we were setting up sort of her part of the store and nailing in these, uh, what are they called? Plywood pieces mm-hmm. of wood into the wall, sort of like stack them up and we needed a certain type of screw. And, uh, and we were, so we have been working, we were in a rush. It was like two days before we were leaving to Colorado, the store was launching and it was like the last day. So like we had to get it done and they were closing within like a couple hours. And then we realized we didn't have the right type of screw for what we needed because the wall was pretty thin. So I was like, okay, no problem. 
I'm going to rush to Home Depot. I'm going to go find the right length of screw. I'm going to come back and I'm going to drill it in. So I drive about 20 minutes down the street Jeez. to Home Depot to the nearest one I could find. I get out. I go through Home Depot. I find the right one. And then I go to pay and I realize that I left my wallet at the store. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I could <laughs> probably just put this in my pocket and no one would notice. And it was, it was literally, I remember it was a dollar 59, like barely anything. There was like, yeah. you know, 50 screws in there, tiny little screws. And uh, I was like, no, I can't do this. And Good for you. so I put them back. I drove all the way back to the store, got my wallet, drove back to Home Depot, found the same pair or the same box of, uh, Dude. Uh, screws and then went over and you got it done a dollar 59 yeah cost me more in gas honestly yeah. to go get him honestly i would have for sure not stolen <laughs> no i would have for sure uh either asked someone for money i promise i would do that or i would go up to like some manager beg like, hey man here's the situation honestly i should have done that i would beg i'll come back and bring you the money i just need to get this done like if it was something that small I would for sure do that. Connie, if she if she was with me, she wouldn't let me. She'd be like, no, that's so embarrassing. Just come back. I know. But I, I don't mind. But like with Venmo and Cash Up these days, I don't know why. Well, I, I would just... just I, I've actually been with my dad before when he's done that. I think we were at a restaurant one time and we ate. I got on vacation. He like forgot his wallet. And he just... I mean, in that situation, you don't really have a choice because you've already eaten the food, you know? <laughs> like It was like, right. a, like a sit-down place. Yeah. And he was like, hey, whatever, I'll bring... And he, he did. He came back right away. But. Yeah. but I told Monique, I was like, I thought about stealing it. She was like, no, you wouldn't yeah. actually. And I was like... I mean, it was you know a dollar fifty nine. Like, hey, the account for these things. That's where it starts, Corey. That, that's a slippery slope. My uh, first memory of like my own items that I would like trade for, like my own possessions, not money, but candy. Oh. Um, I used to have a candy drawer, and I was big time on it. Like, I would I would keep inventory. Like, I knew what I had. Wow. It's like organized. <laughs> Trust me, it was it drawers, um, and it was like a big time candy drawer. Uh, anyway, I remember having friends over and like offering candy to people and like, Hey, c- come in now. Like, you know, take some candy. Like I felt big time, you know, <laughs> and, uh, they, I remember there was one, one time where I had friends over, like, several friends over and I showed them where the candy was, the source. And like later that night I was missing candy and it was a big, big deal. I don't remember what happened. I just remember like who took my candy, <laughs> like, but I, just, I had this basic understanding of this is mine, not yours. Don't take it. Reasonable. Which is kind of what we're saying, like, why this one is so straightforward, because it's, like, that's a basic human, like, just inherent understanding that we, we all know. Yeah. Um, I, I do have <clears> one more memory, which you remind me of the candy, which I think that the only other thing I distinctly remember stealing was Legos, actually. Because Legos, I was never allowed a lot of candy when I was a kid, but I had tons and tons of Legos. My cousins had lots of Legos, and anyone, you know, any other kid that we went to their house or played with also had Legos. And I remember stealing a few, you know, cause there was like, it's like, Oh, look at there's, yeah. you know, they have a lightsaber have piece, or yeah. like this cool helmet. I want the blue one. The, <laughs> or I, remember, I think it was like a Cape actually. Like someone had a really cool Cape and I was like, I need to find a way to get that Cape. It's going to go missing mysteriously. And then <laughs> I'm going to put it in my shoe or something. I don't know if I actually did, but remind me of it. Um, so you asked at the beginning, why do people steal? Um, I think like with uh, like all their sins, because on a basic level, people are just corrupted, right? And they, or we, um, we're sinful, right? <laughs> so we we we'd make these mistakes. Yes, we are. Um, but I I kind of um, with most topics, I will obviously like research and find other like things on the internet. But for this, I was just kind of thinking in my mind like, why do people steal? And I kind of thought of two things like 
out of necessity or out of want. Kind of like my two reasons of why I would, if, if I had to answer that, that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Super like broad, right? Like out of, I think most of it's out of want, right? Because we just want it. Like he wanted the lightsaber or whatever. Um, but that's kind of how I'd break it down. Out of out of need or out of want. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. Um, so it's on that envy as well. Because uh, envy is sort of like the precursor mm-hmm. to, to stealing. Um, but out of necessity is also interesting. Like, I wonder well, if, raises questions, right? Like, right. Like, is there a situation where you would actually need to steal something? Uh, or, you know, is anything worth stealing actually necessary to whatever you mm-hmm. know, survive or cause I don't know what, what else, what other situation would you need something so bad that you would steal it? Yeah. I mean, well, there's like the, our minds probably go to like, can a dad steal to like feed his family, whatever, mm, or the, mo- right. the single mom, you know, whatever. Or, um, I don't know, what if you are, this is weird, <laughs> what if you're, it's like from action movies, but what if you're like, I don't know, uh, you're like, a, uh, I don't know, you're like wrongly convicted and you're fugitive and you're trying to mm. like prove how you're innocent, like, can you steal a car, does it arrive, I don't know. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. so many different ways you can. Stealing from someone who's wronged you or, mm-hmm. um. That's a, yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting question. I don't know how to answer those. I wasn't planning going ethical, down that one, yeah, but I just moral dilemmas. I just thought of those two, again, which um, very basic. So it's not gonna like determine where we go with this, but right, yeah. There were a couple like um, I think they're again, it's very straightforward of like you know stealing something that someone owns, but there are a couple of maybe like gray areas I wanted to throw out there as well, which is um, uh, you know, employer and employee side of things like employers uh could be quote-unquote stealing the argument can be made with unjust wages or uh benefits that someone should have that they're not giving or maybe an agreement that was made uh i think for example like one of my previous employers promised um sort of through a handshake or well actually no it was in our it was in our agreement our employee agreement uh a bonus at the end of the year as a part of me coming on board and I never got that. Mm-hmm. I would consider that stealing personally because I was agreed upon the work that I was doing and did not receive. Um, similarly, employees stealing from their employers, which is actually probably much more, more common, common yeah. with uh, resources, with time, with... Um, it's a silly example. It reminds me of uh, The Office when they're going through and and he's like, time theft is real. And then the, like, yeah, yeah. Toby, shut up. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh it's also wait. You think the one where like then Dwight says he's never stolen time for the company. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then so Jim funny. times him the whole time, and he ends up sleeping with Angela. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I stopped. I, was I like, totally forgot. That. I don't know. I'm gonna like no, I wrap that. this one around. That's funny. Uh, yeah, shopping at the store not a huge one, but like, what about taxes? And like, what do you you know report for your taxes? Do you underreport? Do you overreport? That's do a you, very interesting one. Yeah. Do you give the government what is due um, or are you sort of intentionally uh, framing things or putting things in a way where you're not giving as much money to the government as you should be? I don't know. There's some interesting things there, but um, I don't know exactly how to answer those questions, but to bring them up as real life examples for us mm-hmm. to talk about the principle of, of stealing. Yeah. And no, I'm glad you brought those up because um, all of those are relatable, you know, um, the employer one, like from employer to employee is interesting because 
I guess if it's part of your agreement or like um, your employee contract or whatever, I guess the argument could be made that it's stealing. But I, I don't know. It feels like that's withholding, which I guess is stealing because you, I would think er- so. you earned it, right? Hmm. Taking mm-hmm. what is owed to someone else mm-hmm. for yourself. Or I guess withholdings would be the same thing, hmm. I would think. Um, one of the verses I thought that was really great, which we both ironically felt uh, found through John Piper article was, uh, Ephesians four twenty eight says he who steals must no longer steal, but rather he must labor, perform with his own hands, what is good so that he will have something to share with one who has need. And I wanted to bring this up because I thought there was actually a really interesting, um, again, getting to not what is, uh, um, what is it? It's uh, the rule of the law, but the spirit of the law. How does the saying go? Um, I don't know. I'm blanking on it. Um, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. You had ahead. a great podcasting voice. <laughs> As you were talking just now, I was like, oh, wow. Like, he sounds really good. Oh, thanks, man. Really crisp. I love being crispy. Yeah. Crispy is what no, I'm you're, always, you're is the vibe I'm always Extra crispy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, good luck. Yeah, I have no idea what you're just saying. I distracted you, but <laughs> that was, was worth that? pointing out. Thank you. I appreciate sure. that. Oh, what I was saying was, um, it's one of those things where, uh, again, like the law, right. That was given there's like, what is literally the law? And then there's the spirit of the law. Like what, what is this, uh, in light of, right. Or what is sort of the opposite of this, that, um, that we're trying to ingrain inside of us. Mm-hmm. And so if you look at something like do not steal, you can take it very literally. It's like, okay, well I'll just follow that law and I will mm-hmm. not steal. But then like, what is the opposite of stealing? Well, it's giving right? It's giving to someone else what they are not owed, right? Freely. And you're just, uh, Mm -hmm. um, you are offering up this up even without their permission and you are giving it to them freely. And, uh, so I thought it was interesting because, you know, Paul is speaking to the church and he says, he who steals must no longer steal rather he must labor. Okay. that there's the actual rule of the law performing with his own hands, what is good so that he will have something to share with one who has needs. So now we get more maybe to the spirit of the law, which is actually that we should aim to give instead of to steal. And, um, and there's an interesting application here because, you know, he describes like there's sort of two ways of, of life, right? Where you have uh, the illegal and you have the legal way of satisfying, um, you know, greed or uh, envying something where, um, yeah, you can work for something and get what you want or you could take it. Uh, but then there's kind of this third option because both of those are maybe have mm-hmm. sin involved, right? You can, you can be envious and you can be greedy and you can get what you want without stealing it. But then there's this third option, which is actually giving. And, you know, it's very uh, countercultural to the sort of the American ideal, like you were mentioning before, like, especially in America, we know very much for a fact, like this is mine. It's not yours. You know, get don't, take my, candy, yeah. don't take my candy. Yeah, don't take my candy. Don't mess with my candy drawer, bro. But, uh, but the opposite of that is you giving out candy, which actually, ironically, you did, right? And then someone ended up stealing it later. So that's kind of a bummer. But like, yeah, I started in the right area and I worked backwards. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but working in order to give is a completely like next level yeah. idea. Um, I thought that was so fascinating because he says, you know, you can live to have either legally or illegal, or you can become a Christian to live to give. Um, and he says, I think this has the potential to change your whole life. Uh, 
It takes your whole life, including your secular job, and turns it into a work of grace. Paul wants you to think of your secular job as means to display God's grace. No more stealing in the service of illegal greed. No more working in the service of legal greed. But now everything is in the service of grace, not greed. Do not steal to have. Do not work to have. But work to have in order to give. Hmm. I was like, wow. Well said, John Piper. Dude, that was really good. Better than I, I could I'm have remembering ever said that. It. Like, that's not you. That's John Piper. But <laughs> really good, Accor. You did well. Well, thanks. I'm reading that. Um, yeah, I like how it starts out like the verse. Um, I mean, you think of someone if you're if you're stealing, it's probably because you're thinking like I need or I want more, and it takes that and it turns it into okay. Well, instead of doing that, we'll go into the work and earn like an honest wage, and then after you earn your honest wage, from there now you're working to to give and to supply to those in need, and so. Like you said, like the spirit of the law, but also like kind of going full circle. You can be someone who at one point, maybe maybe in your mind, like stealing was the, the go-to or the right thing to do. Um, but that can quickly be dirt, be turned to where now you're working. So now you're, you're good for yourself and then now you're giving to others. Um, I feel like I don't have a whole lot to say on this topic because I've, I don't know, I've never like personally been someone to steal or been around those that do, you know? So I'm kind of like... Hmm. Uh, I don't have a whole, whole lot to say, I guess, but that is a really good um, interpretation, I think, of that verse and like application and a, a good way to think about it. It's kind of honestly most of my thoughts on it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I wanted to put it that. I mean, it's sort of been on my mind uh, more recently of like, I don't know, a theme of maybe the Lord kind of piecing together sort of like a long term vision for me of like how I want to spend my life or, you know, do things maybe once I'm done with this whole world of tech and indoor marketing or something like that business is, uh, you know, getting more into like how to give back. And Mm -hmm. so it's been a little bit more top of mind. Maybe that's why it strikes me a little bit more, but I just thought like it struck me how, again, most, even most Christians, we can get caught up in this idea. Well, if I'm not just, if I'm just not doing anything wrong, then I'm good Mm -hmm. and I'm fine. And it's like, cool. Like, that's kind of like the baseline though. Like you're kind of like at zero. You're no longer at, you know, you're no longer in debt. Now you're, mm-hmm. uh, your net worth is zero, right? But like you still don't, you haven't done anything good yet, if that makes sense. Or you, you haven't uh, leaned into your relationship with God and you haven't allowed the Lord to move in your life that would make you act extraordinarily outside of how you could normally, right? Supernaturally, if you will, of, it's literally the Holy Spirit guiding and directing your life. And that change from going from, uh, you know, stealing is like being in debt. Working is like starting at zero, but then like yeah. giving is like a whole new but not level. not on like the baseline anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was trying to keep it like to this topic cause we keep going on tangents, you know, but, uh, no, I, if, if I'm going to expand, I have some thoughts about, excuse me. Sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> I think like one out of three episodes I do that. Um, yep. No, I've had some thoughts, Corey. Don't be too disappointed in me. It's um, all good. No, I've had some thoughts about about this. So uh, recently, uh, me and Connie have been hanging out with some friends. Like uh, on the weekends, hanging out. You know, we'll go to dinner. We'll come over. We'll we've been like, hosting a lot, and I've we've kind of found like I have. We have both found so much joy in like hosting people and being able to like in that give right Cause, i mean we come over you know we offer, we offer them drinks or them food or whatever it is you're hanging out um and then we try to make it a habit of, like 
every so often we go out with friends just like randomly pay for their meal which we don't we didn't used to do that but we, we do it more recently and it's weird how much i love it like i used to not like that at all because i was not a very <laughs> generous person um but this year especially in a year to where like we didn't make a whole lot of money to be honest we just didn't do that well because the the, the coronavirus um yet we've still tried to maintain that and it's been so good and it's it's weird like when you like I don't want to say like level up, but when you're not like on the base level of Christianity and then now we're trying to like do more than just like skate by or, you know, not commit the bad sins, but now we're trying to like act as we should as Christians, you know, and give and, and bless people. It's crazy the amount of like fulfillment that comes from that, that I've experienced, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's very true. I, I had a sort of, um, it's a little bit related, but, um, I've been having a lot of fun with uh, Swipe Files community, which is what I'm working on sort of quote unquote full time now as I try to make it on my own and, and make it a business. And uh, it's basically just a place for people nerding out on marketing to come together and learn from each other, share what's working. And I found it actually really fulfilling one for me to be able to sort of like have an outlet to just like give unsolicited advice and sort of like, you know, brainstorm for people and help out and solve problems for people, but then also creating a place where other people can help other people as well. And, um, you know, one of the things I didn't really realize of like, Oh, this is like, you know, fulfilling more than just like the monetary benefits Mm of, uh, you know, the members of fees or the revenue or the recurring revenue, whatever it is. Right. It's, um, that's again, one of those things like, I mean, if you're paying your bills, like that's great. But if it's like personally fulfilling, mm-hmm. then that's next level. Yeah. It's the same thing here with working versus giving and stealing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's most, most of my thoughts that I had. Cool. Shall we wrap it? I think so. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, on, on to the next things. On to the next things. Of 2021. Of 2021. <laughs> right. We don't want to confuse that. So <laughs> if you want to keep in the loop with what we're up to next, Jeremy and I have uh, bigger plans for 2021. And if you want to start the conversation, see what we're up to and get notified once we release those ideas, go to cultivateandkeep.com slash 2021. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace.